So there's a few big things we celebrate today. Uh, as you may know, Easter is eight days long. It's an eight-day celebration. So we go, you know, super joyful for eight days. So it's proper for me to say Happy Easter. So it's a good time. Uh, we also call this day in our tradition, in the Chaldean tradition, New Sunday. Ha, I saw you looked you it wrong. Sorry, Kathy. New Sunday. So in our tradition, we call this New Sunday, it goes back to the very first early, early centuries. And we'll talk about that in a moment. And it's also, you can say it now, go ahead, Divine Mercy Sunday. The church is so beautiful, isn't it? Someone earlier said, like, can we always have it like this? And I said, if something is always special, it's not special anymore, right? So it got to be those special moments. That's why not everybody should get first place. No one's first place. Anyway, so... Uh, we go back to the matter at hand, uh, New Sunday. Where do we get this idea? Where does this word correspond to? It goes to um, the gospel of the day. It says, on the evening of that day is how the gospel started, John chapter uh, 20. And this is like right after the resurrection. So this is the same day, same Easter day. And Jesus appears to the disciples that day, and you know who was missing. He gives them a great authority, by the way. It's not going to be the whole point of the homily, but I have to mention it. He gives the point of uh, ordination to the apostles to be able to forgive sins, right? If someone tells me, if Jesus tells me, whoever sins you forgive, Father Matthew, they're forgiven. And whoever sins you don't forgive, by, that's what he means by retain, they're not forgiven. That's where we get the idea of confession. That's why you can't just only go straight you and between you and God. We need to have that you know, order of, that God created. Nevertheless, um, the disciples weren't there on this first day. Or Thomas, rather, wasn't there, excuse me. But then how many days later was it that Thomas was there when Jesus appeared again? Eight days. So eight is a very important theological number, and it corresponds to seven. Seven is the day that the world was created. Seven days with the rest, right? In seven days, the world was created. And on the eighth day, this new Christian theological term, all these seven days are taken and recreated in God's grace. They're made new. Hence, we get New Sunday. One of my favorite verses of the Bible, and firstly, when I pray about this verse, it gives me a lot of consolation. It's in Revelation chapter 21. It's the second last chapter of the entire Bible. And Jesus comes in His second coming, he looks across and sees heaven and earth, and he says, Behold, I make all things new. What a really consoling word. Anything we've done, anything we've messed up, he can recreate it in his grace and in his mercy. And these are two theological points that are so well connected together. They were made new only by his mercy, right? And this was the great... Uh, sign that the Lord revealed himself to St. Faustina a little less than a hundred years ago and, and revealed to her, I want you to be my disciple to usher in this new idea of focusing on the image of my mercy. His mercy is so great. And so uh, the first thing that I want to point out is his mercy. And the way I want to do that is a little bit of cooperation from the congregation right now. Uh, for a moment... I would not like to have your eyes upon me, but for a moment I would like for you to direct your eyes to the crucifix. And what I'll just tell you is, Behold 
the crucifix by which Jesus died because of yours and my sins. Keep looking at him, and I'll say it again. Behold the crucifix upon which Jesus died because of yours and my sins. And some of you looked away when I said that because you maybe felt a little uneasy, which is what I, what I felt when I thought of saying that. When I thought of saying that, I felt uneasy. I felt like embarrassed. I felt like humbled. I felt guilty. I felt ashamed. I think these are all proper feelings to feel, right? When, when, you, when you have that perspective looking on the cross. And really the, the mercy of Jesus extends to us Although we did that, right? Mercy means you don't deserve it. <laughs> if you deserved it, it wouldn't be mercy. It would be what you're entitled to. It's what your dues are that are owed to you. Mercy means you, don't, I, you and I don't deserve it. God is giving us, to him out of the gener- giving us his mercy out of the generosity and love of his heart. It's extraordinary that Jesus is the one that is promulgating this this image or this, this message to say, hey, I want you to trust in my generosity to you. It's just, it just seems backwards, doesn't it? That's, the, that's the, the, the difficulty with understanding in the prophet Isaiah. He said, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Now, mercy is something I'm going to suggest to you, something that I've never heard in a homily. Mercy, God's mercy is not unconditional. Father, you can't say that, Father. Yes, I can. God's mercy is not conditional. It is, 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 is not unconditional, rather. It is conditional. And every time you and I come to Mass, every time we say a certain prayer, we make a contract with God about His mercy, right? We say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those. Ah, so we... we have this understanding with the Lord, right? The measure to which we give will be measured out to us. The message of divine mercy isn't just God opening up the floodgates wide open, 24-7 in this day, wide open and 24-1, to to all of us to have full access to Him. But it's also about us communicating that mercy to others. When Jesus appeared to St. Faustina, He told her, if a soul does not exercise mercy somehow, or another. It will not obtain my mercy on the day of judgment. That's what Jesus himself said. But the point in all this is to say, the way I can give mercy to someone is when I reflect on how much mercy Jesus has had on me. There's a lot of unforgiveness in our community. There's a lot of nasha ilajgire. They're holding bitterness. They're holding resentment. They're holding on to wounds and anger from family, especially from family members. That's why Mother Teresa says, you want to change the world? Go home and love your family. That's more difficult than changing the world, trust me. But this idea of like mercy is not as unattractive when we consider how much God has had mercy on us. When we really meditate upon that, we'll be embarrassed to tell God, how could I not forgive my brothers and sisters based on what you've done for me? And so... Again, the easiest way to do that is to reflect on what he's done for you. And Jesus is saying this. He says, now is the time for mercy, right? 
Now is the time of extraordinary mercy. Now is the time I want to give especially great graces to the human race. I want to pour out my mercy in a big way. So I want us to really just take that as the message of today. Jesus is wild about you. He's crazy for you. His ways are not your ways. He says, sooner would heaven and earth turn into nothing than would my mercy not embrace a trusting soul. The last thing that I'll end you with, end with, uh, with you is this. Um, it's something that I think is very important, one of the most important things I've said in any homily, okay? And that is, no matter what circumstance you ever find yourself in, no matter what from now until the rest of your life, I don't care how deep and, and uh, evil you turn, how, how terrible you go, how, how the bottom of rock bottom that you hit, no matter what, uh, your problems are not bigger than God's mercy. You are not bigger than God. And He is always waiting for you. And this is like a homily that maybe you need to hear this now, some of you, and maybe some of you need to hear this one day in the future. But don't ever forget, His mercy is never limited. Only we limit Him. But uh, he's, he's there for us now. He's waiting for us. He opens out the floodgates. So we'll, we'll turn to that. We'll beseech that. And we'll trust in that. Amen.